This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Furthermore, the Port Douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the Saltwater Building, Shop 9, 26 to 30 Macrossan Street. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Uh, You supported with Peter McEwan's proposal. Absolutely. The original concept the staff came to us uh, last year, which that meeting, the document was adjourned back then. What the staff were looking at doing is getting some of our surplus land that we've got in the Shire, selling that off the equivalent value of what a block of land would cost in Mossman to lease to the CMCA to run a RV park on it. So it'd be an RV park right and close to Mossman. So, you know, 50 RVs or so at a time would be parked there and those people would utilise the shops and businesses in Mossman. Well, I put forward the proposal today mainly because we've been talking about this ever since I've been on council. It was brought up to council before I was um, involved. It just seems to be getting nowhere. I just want it brought to a head so that we either progress with an RV park, which to me just completely makes sense, or we just move away from it and stop wasting everyone's time. Council staff officers have spent a lot of time with this. Um, I just think it's a win-win situation. Uh, Didn't go my way, so we'll move on, and maybe it'll rear its head in a few years' time. Don't know. You brought up some valid points. You said that RVs just detour around us. Why do they do that? Because we are not an RV-friendly town. It's general knowledge through the RV community and all the associations. They just have it out there to say, do not travel to this area because you are not basically, there, there are not facilities for you. They you're, don't, not, you're not welcome. You're not welcome. And, and, and another uh, comment that I had made to me was the, um, uh, the mayor of, of Cooktown, who on John McKenzie's radio station one day when I was traveling somewhere, was saying he just cannot understand why Douglas does not have an RV park because they benefited so much since they have um, operated one up there and he just doesn't understand it. But now, this is not going to cost ratepayers anything and in fact it would bring an income in. It only a small income because that the association that I've been referring to, they actually pay the rates on the land that we're going to lease them. They pay a commercial rate to lease them. They maintain the whole thing. There's no structure built there by council. It's all done by the CMCA and they, they collect the, the, inc- the small amount of income that's provided by the um, RV people, and they keep that. And so, Peter, what was your thoughts when you got defeated three to two? The mayor supported you, but the other three, you know, thumbs down. Yeah, well, that's, that's been the case all the way along. Um, I just don't get it. To me, it's bringing business, not just to Mossman either, to the Douglas Shire. You know, these people are going to come here and tour the area as well while they're staying here, but they're just not coming here at the moment. The information we received from the CMCA, which is the official body, you know, they've got 80,000 members. This is one of the places that they're always getting requests. Why do they not have an RV facility? So the CMCA, they've been here nearly every year for the last couple of years to, you know, speak to council and say to council, we're looking for an RV park. You know, can you assist us in supplying one? And this is why this started in the first place. Uh, We've had lots of people, emails, 
contacting us in different ways to say that they want an RV park here in Douglas Shire. And, you know, we just felt that Mossman was the right place for it. And that's why staff were pushing forward with it. And, you know, it's been delayed and delayed. And this is obviously why Councillor McEwen has decided that enough's enough. He's just brought it forward himself to get a decision one way or another. And of course, it went the way it did today. And of course, it, it brings an income, as we said earlier, but, but also uh, Mossman needs an injection of, of, of funds coming in and money for the area and all of that. It would provide jobs. It, it seemed to be a win-win situation, as he put it, and yet the other councillors knocked it on the scone. Well, from the information that I've received from various different mayors throughout Queensland and also through the CMCA, so it's been confirmed, most RVs will spend between $150 and $250 a day at their location. So if you've got 50 RVs parked in Mossman or spending at the minimum amount $150 a day, that's a lot of money being injected into this region. And this is why you know we've been so excited about looking at the concept of doing it. Um, so it... From a personal perspective, of course, I'm disappointed and I'm sure the many businesses in Mossman would be disappointed as well, but it was a majority vote of councillors um, and Councillor Zamataro, Noli and Skomerson, of course, have uh, gone against uh, Councillor McEwen's motion that he put forward today and so it doesn't look like it'll be happening. And there was no cost to the ratepayer at all? No cost at all to the ratepayers. It was simply a land swap from one to the other, lease the land to the CMCA, which therefore they actually get an income. The council will be getting an income from the land, and that's you know, one of the crazier points that I don't understand. Okay, let's move on to Warry Park Maintenance Program. Um, can you just explain that to us? Okay, Warry Park is the lake uh, that runs in between the Lakes Estate Housing and Ulysses Avenue. Um, there's been different... Uh, Opinions of the different residents that live around it, the, the people that live in the Lakes Estate like having a nice enclosed lake, so they like the trees being there, so they don't have the light shining in their backyards, they don't see the houses across the other side of the lake, and the people in Ulysses Avenue, of course, like having a lake there and want to be able to see it. So they uh, were wanting to have trees trimmed and cut back, and of course that wasn't possible. So we've gone out with a plan, because this has been going on for many, many years, there's been lots of complaints going through. So the staff have now had a written document that shows exactly what the position of council is. This is what we will do to look after that park. This is how we'll treat it. This is what the policy is. Um, please stop harassing our staff if you see them in the park and let them do their job. Quite a number of trees apparently uprooted for that, but trees will be planted in their place, as I understand. Well, and that's the thing. You know, some of the Ulysses uh, residents we've allegedly have removed some of the trees and cut them down. Um, and there's even been cases where people in the Lakes Estate have been planting trees that shouldn't be there because they were the wrong types. So there's been lots of things going on for many years, and this is to clarify exactly what the position of council is. It's a park. It will be treated like a park. You know, they were, there was one stage where they're saying, well, you can't clear all the dead palms and all the rest of it because birds are nesting. And, you know, council needs to respect the animal and the wildlife there but we also have to remember that that is a, a main water flow area for water that comes down that easement uh, from Port Gardens Estate it fills it floods and when it floods it takes all that uh, leaf and debris and that and pumps it into our drainage system blocking drains and flooding other areas so we've got to balance that out and make sure we maintain the park properly.
Building better regions, Rex Mill Park playground uh, renewal and upgrade. That sounds good. Well, the Building Better Regions, of course, is a great funding scheme the state government have brought in and we're able to apply for different things that fit into the categories that they have. And these two things do fit into that category. And so we've put applications in to get funding for them. Cougar Beach, a reservoir connection as well. Absolutely, really important. When they built that estate, there was reservoirs put there, but they were never connected. So the, the tanks are already there. If we get the funds, we can actually plug them in. So that'll give us another backup system as well. Now that contract for water, I was just a bit confused with this one battery acid water what was the go there the battery acid water yeah, yeah. it was a contract uh, re... the next one we have is for a new cleansing facility that's it, so that's it. so the aerators so what they do is they're modules that drop to the bottom of the tanks and um, they create bubbles cause causing it all to stir up and that breaks everything down so this is osmosis new... yes so this is a new type of system so that you know they can actually take it back out to clean it or repair it if things go wrong with it whereas the old system's a lot more complicated and a lot harder to maintain Okay, I'm glad we cleared that one up. Kuya Beach Cycleway, how good. Absolutely, it's really important we keep get working on our cycleways and this is the next stage of doing from Kuya Beach to Mosman. Of course, we've had the bridge built, so the bridge is there now and now this pathway will take it through so people will hop on their bikes and safely ride to Mosman. Financial report for December, how are we are travelling in the Yuletide month? As I said, we're halfway through the year now, so we're starting to see the figures, but at this stage we're still tracking along. You know... We've gone through a hard couple of years with COVID. You know, this we can't say things have been rosy. We've done everything we can to support where we could to the residents and ratepayers. So we are tracking behind on what we would have liked to have been. But you know, we're still functioning as a good council, and that's really important. And as someone said, and I love the quote because I've said it a couple of times now, we're the Harvey Normans of councils. You know, because we've actually done quite well in consideration to other councils as far as what COVID's done to them. So you know, I believe we're tracking along well. People can see there's still things happening there's gardens are still being mowed parks and you know being looked after we're just still getting work done around the shire and uh, you know hopefully people look through the operation report and that's in or the the ceo report that's in the document as well they'll see the amount of work that we're actually doing in this shire it's pretty impressive for a little shire i mean we do punch above our weight don't we we absolutely do. You know, we've got a lot of people in the show that expect a lot as well. So we've got to live up to that aim. And, you know, I believe we certainly do. You know, we don't have an endless budget. We've got to, you know, pull the lines here and there where we have to. But certainly if there's things we can do, we want to make it a presentable place and, you know, a place where people want to live and are happy to live. Well, thank you very much. Just before we go, uh, people get their boosters. Absolutely, really important. Get those boosters. Whilst the shot one and two, you know, certainly do give you protection. That third booster dose really bumps it up and makes sure that you are absolutely covered if you do come across COVID. And at least you're not going to be one of these 14% that end up in a hospital or an ICU bed. You'll just have a bit of a sniffle. And, you know, one thing I have to remind people is don't be complacent about that. You know, it may only be a sniffle for you, but the next person you come across and pass it on to, it could be a deadly disease. So it takes no prisoners. You just don't know whether you're going to be one of those 14%. So absolutely get your booster shot and uh, wear your masks, do the right thing. Keep checking in. It's really important. If there is a major spread, at least they will be able to contact you. Um, and it's also so the businesses can continue doing what they legally have to do to make sure that uh, you're vaccinated entering the right properties. Mayor Michael Kerr, thank you. Thank you.